comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry in Kumasi, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Running with vision. Somebody say running with vision. Say running with vision. It's important that you understand that life is a race. Somebody say life is a race. Say life is a race. Say it like you know you are in a race. Good. The Bible says life is a race. In the book of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. It says, wherefore see we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin with that so easily beset us. And let us run with the patience. The race set before us. So there's a specific race. Somebody say a specific race. We are to run the race set before us. Somebody say run the race set before us. Uh, so as an individual, there is a race set before you. The Bible says, I know the plans I have for you. Somebody say, I know the plans I have for you. That's what the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. It said, I know the plans. I know the thoughts that I have concerning you. The King James says, I know the thoughts. The New International Version says, I know the plans I have concerning you. God has plans. For I know the plans I have for you. Declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. Praise God. Are you not excited about that? God has a plan for your life. I know the plans I have for you. So God has a plan for our lives as individuals and for our lives together as a corporate body, as a church. God has a plan for us. And when we discover that plan and we begin to follow it, we say we are pursuing a vision. So run the race set before us. Somebody say run the race. Uh You see, it's not just enough to run the race. It's important that you are running on your track. Somebody say, run on your track. Okay, because in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, the Amplified Version puts it this way. He says, no, do you not know that in a race, Amplified Version, do you not know that in a race, they who run, run all, all the runners compete, but only one receives the prize. May you be that one. Amen. I said, may you be that one. Amen. May you be that one. Amen. He said, all the runners run or compete, but the one receives the prize. So you run, run your race that you may lay hold of the prize and make it yours. So there's a way we ought to run in order to attain the prize. As a church, there's a race God has set before us and there's a, part, there's a way we have to run it in order to attain it. And to run it, we need vision. Somebody say vision. It takes vision. In the book of Joel 2.7, he says, they shall run like mighty men. They shall run, Joel 2.7, they shall run like mighty men. They shall climb the wall 
like men of war, they shall march everyone on his ways, and they shall not break their runs. They shall run every man on his way. They shall run every man, march everyone on his ways. They shall not break their run. How can you walk on your way? How can we walk on our path as a church? It takes vision. Somebody say vision. It takes vision. It takes vision. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 29 verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. The message version puts it in an interesting manner. It said, if people cannot see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. May you be most blessed. I said, may you be most blessed. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1 to 3. He said, I will stand upon my tower and I will watch to see what he shall say unto me. And what I shall answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered and said unto me, write the vision and make it plain that he may run that read it. In this month, in our midweek service, what we've been seeking to do is to make our vision plain. Somebody say our vision plain. Yes, we need to run the race and run with vision. And if you are going to run, he said, run the vision, make it plain that he may run that reader. When the vision is not plain, you may walk. When the vision may not, is not plain, you may sit. But when the vision is very plain, you can run. You see, running connotes momentum. It connotes speed. He says, make the vision plain that he may run that reader. I pray that as this vision becomes very clear in your spirit, you will run to pursue it. Receive grace to run to pursue it. Give me a believing amen. So, what's that? Vision as a church. We said that our vision as Faith House is to build model word of faith, contemporary, culturally relevant, and excellent churches where people from all nations can be brought in, brought up, and sent out. Let's read it together. One go. Our vision is to build model word of faith, contemporary, culturally relevant, and excellent churches where people from all nations praise God. And we started by establishing 10 key words that our vision depicts. We touched on all of those, but we started by focusing on the first word, he said, our vision is to build. Somebody said to build. Uh-huh. So we started looking at the fact that we have a, a challenge to build. Our vision is to build. Build. And last week, I touched on 10 reasons why we exist as a church to build. Why is it that our commitment as a church is to build? And we are not building schools. We may build some of them sometime later. But primarily, we stand or we exist to build churches. Praise God. I said we exist to build what? Churches. Why are we building churches? We touch on 10 important reasons. Why? We exist as a church to build churches. Praise God. And you need to understand what that implication, what that statement means for you. When we say we exist to build and you are part of this vision, what does that mean for you? Praise God. How can you run with that aspect of our vision, which is to build. That's what we want to touch on. If we are, as a church, we exist to build churches, then as a member, what must be your disposition? Ten reasons. Somebody say ten reasons. Quickly, number one is what? It is God's dearest institution on earth. Shall we all say it? Yeah, we exist to build churches because the church is God's dearest institution on earth. Number two, quickly. 
It is the agency for the fulfillment of God's foremost will for all mankind. Number three, it is the second most important reason why Jesus sacrificed his life. The, the death and the resurrection of Christ. And one of the reasons why he came to die was to establish and build a church. Praise God. If you shed this blood for the church, then it must be valuable. How many of you agree with me? Very important. Okay, number four. It is vital for the transformation of converts to disciples. Somebody say vital. Every time a person gets born again, immediately, the Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. But that does not take place overnight. You see, when you get born again, your spirit immediately is changed. But your mind must come in alignment. And then your body can follow suit. There are a lot of people who are born again. Their spirit is saved. They are okay spiritually. They are, their spirit is in contact with God. But their mind is not in alignment with God. So they live in the flesh. They mind the things of the flesh. We call them carnal Christians. Being born again is the first stage. The second stage is to grow in your knowledge of God. The Bible says, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may what? Grow thereby. How will you be fed with the sincere milk of the word? That's when church comes in. Praise God. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. How will you know the truth? Where will you know the truth? The Bible calls the church the pillar and ground of the truth. The church is a place of truth. So when you come to church, as you are taught the word of God, your mind gradually, you begin to think the way God thinks. The Bible says, your thoughts are not like my thoughts. Is that not it? That's what the Bible says. Your thoughts are not like my thoughts. Neither are your ways that my ways. So in church, we are trained in our minds by the word of God to think the way God thinks so that we can act the way God acts. Sometimes people are born again and they don't act the way God acts. Praise God. And it's because their mentality is different from the way God acts. So the church is a vital instrument for the transformation of converts to disciples. Number five. It is a medium for the recruitment, training, and release of laborers for the ripe harvest of souls. Six. It is God's vehicle for transforming society and influencing the world with godly values. Number seven. It is a medium for establishing God's rule and dominion on earth. Number eight, let's read it together. One go. It affords every child of God practical opportunities to fulfill the great commandment. Number nine, it affirms our love for God and the unsaved nations of the world. And number ten, it is God's ordained channel for rendering services to secure eternal and earthly rewards from God. May you, eternal rewards be your portion. May earthly rewards follow your life. Okay, so that's why we exist to bear. So, how must you relate to this vision as a church? How must you relate to it? As a person, as an individual, how must you relate to it? Number one, you must develop and cultivate the mindset of a builder. You must develop. Somebody say develop. And cultivate the mindset of a builder. That's it. You need the mindset of a builder. If you are part of an organization that thinks of building, you must also think of becoming a builder. Think. I told you last two weeks that every human being exists for one of two reasons. You are either a builder or you are a destroyer. How many of you remember that? You are either building or destroying. And I said that if you don't know which one you are, it means you are a destroyer. Turn to your neighbor and say, do you know who you are? If you are not consciously a builder, then you are unconsciously a destroyer. Praise God. 
You are, you, there is no go in between middle ground. No. You are either building or you are destroying. And it takes a mindset to build. The Bible says, so we built the wall. And all the wall was joined together. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 6. We built the wall and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. For the people had the mind to work. They had the mind to build. They had the mind to build. When you have a mindset to build, the way you carry yourself is different. Praise God. Builders are very independent people. Builders don't wait for others to do things for them. They do things so others can benefit from. Yeah. One of the finest president Ghana ever had, regardless of whatever your thoughts may be, your political allegiance may be, was Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. During his reign, a lot of things were built. Good things. The Akosombo Dam that feeds us with electricity today, he built it. During his time. A lot of things. Temamoto Way was built several years ago and over 63 years, we've not been able to build the kind. Another kind of uh, a similar type. Many roads have been constructed ever since the man died and went to be wherever he is now. Praise God. The, the, the rate at which the roads people construct depreciate cannot be compared to the, the, the longevity of Tema Motorway. Praise God. Builder. 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 Be a builder. Amen. Receive the anointing to be a builder. Amen. Don't be a consumer. You see, you, you are one of two persons. You are either a consumer or you are a builder. Consumer or a builder. But in your lifetime, because you are part of an assembly that believes in building, you will build many things. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will build great businesses. You will build great marriages. You will build great churches. In the mighty name of Jesus, be a builder. Build something in your lifetime. Your lifetime. Build. You see, people who build they are never forgotten. Praise God. If you want to leave a lasting legacy, be a builder. And I'm telling you, if you want to leave an eternal legacy, be a builder of a church. Be a builder of, of a church. If you want to leave eternal legacy, eternal legacy, be a builder. Be a builder. Be a builder. Praise God. When you have an opportunity to be part of building a church, I'm telling you, never joke with it. If you have, you, have, you get the privilege to be part of a church that is starting fresh or be church, part of any church building project of any kind, please don't joke with it at all. In the book of Luke chapter 7, verse 1, let's see that. Luke chapter 7, verse 1. How the mindset to be a builder. You see, the average African is not a builder. The average African is a consumer. We just want to... That, that means from our leaders everywhere. We don't build industries. We build shops. Shops. Just some create shop. That's all. That's all. Praise God. Every major thing we are using have been built by people. Mobile phone, this microphone, somebody built it. In your lifetime, may you build. Amen. Listen, you won't be a tenant forever. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. you will build great estates. Can somebody shout a better amen here? Yeah. I just built some two-bedroom apartment. Go sleep and dream again. That's a satanic dream. Two-bedroom apartment for who and who and who. Praise God. The Bible says, lift up your eyes and see. As far as your eyes can see. There I will give unto you. If you can't see it, you just build some three-bedroom and you are, you are already feeling satisfied. Ah, I think I've done well. How many people my age have been able to be like, go and sleep and dream again? There are people, single individuals 
who have estates with over 100 housing units. Flat up and down. Individual, and they are not born again. Guinness is their water. You drink communion and you are not dreaming well. May the spirit of faith come alive in your spirit. Every time we hear their story, it looks like they belong to another world. But if you are looking for somebody who really belongs to another world, it's you. Because the Bible said, though we are in the world, we are not of the world. He said, our citizenship is from heaven. How can you be thinking like a dwarf when you belong to heaven? The Bible said, as God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or think. And you are thinking like uh, an ant. May the Lord enlarge your coast. May your vision be enlarged. Can somebody give me a believing amen here? Yeah. Hey, you're on uh, one house you are building now. That is it. Build it. And be thinking about another one. Think in multiples. Think in multiples. But be a builder. Develop the mindset of a builder. Don't be excited using things. Yeah. Be, be desirous of creating things for others to use. That's how builders think. They, they don't they get, they get excited. Just enjoying what other people have done. There are people, when they have to start anything, they, they, they have a lot of challenge because, you see, it's always easy to uh, flow with what is in existence. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy. But builders are never forgotten. You will not be forgotten. Amen. I said you will never be forgotten. Amen. You will never be forgotten. Amen. Can somebody give me a believing amen? Because if you, listen, if you can't think it, you can never take it. Yeah. If you can't think it, if you can't dream it, can't see it. The Bible said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You need a certain mindset. You can't think ordinary and have extraordinary results. Think. 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 For as a monk thinker in his heart, so is he. So if you are going to be builders, everyone in our church family must think like a builder. Think like a builder. Think like a builder. Think like a builder. Number two. You must build according to pattern. You must build according to pattern. If you are going to build, we have to dis di discover our pattern and build according to it. We can't just build haphazardly. Yeah, in Ghana, people build without plans. I've told you that story too many times of a gentleman who took me to a site. Pastor, go and pray over my land for me. When we got there, I asked him, where is your plan? He said, I just drafted something for them. I said, don't come and kill your, yourself and your children here. And I, I pray over it and I left. The average mindset of uh, the Kumasiano is that he doesn't want to pay much. So rather than hire the services of an architect to design a plan for him, a draftman will do. Yeah. A draftman will do. A draftman will do. A draftman will do. Yeah. When he has a legal challenge, instead of seeing a lawyer to draft something for him, he goes to see one of those people at the doom. They type things for them and then they are okay with it. Listen, never fear to pay for quality. If you're a member of this church, never, never fear to pay for quality. Never. Cheap things are really expensive. Tell you. Cheap things. Really expensive. Really expensive. Really expensive. So have a mindset that cheap things are expensive. So even if you, it will take you two years, three years to get the best, do it and get it. Don't set it down for mediocrity. How can you be serving the most high and you are thinking most low, living most low? Everything is most low. 
be lifted above all the That's what you've been singing the song. It's not affecting your mentality. Build according to pattern. Somebody say build according to pattern. Build according to pattern. You see? God will have you build according to a certain pattern. Look at Exodus chapter 25. God wanted a temple built. Exodus 25 verse 1 to 7. He says, then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, this is God speaking. God believes in building with plants. Somebody say building with plants. To build according to pattern to me means to build with a plan. To build with a model. Don't just be building anyhow. Don't just be building anyhow. Sometimes I go to some places in Ghana and I feel so sad. Become so depressed that I'm even a Ghanaian. Yeah, I'm telling you. Sometimes I feel it. Just one policy to straight, streamline and just get things done. Anywhere at all. Place that can be developed to be high class estate Generate a lot of income for government and for the nation. Anybody at all can just put anything there. Yeah. Build according to plan. Somebody say build according to plan. Yeah. I pray that you go high in politics. And when you go very high, the things I'm teaching, implement them. Don't get them be changing and be doing the way they are going. It's so important. Because you see, no matter what it is, how we go to school, what we do, if our leadership don't get it right. We won't, we won't go anywhere. One leadership decision can change the fortunes of this nation for good. Just, you see, we, are, we don't just build. Even the things we have built, somebody has built. They have let them collapse. Japan testers is collapsed. And Chinese imports are coming in, in, the, in drones. And then when we sit down and say, yeah, this, that, 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 that. Listen, pray for leadership. Oh, pray for leadership. Pray for leadership. So build according to pattern. Somebody say build according to pattern. Yeah. Build according to pattern. I, I pray for Ghana. This, because this nation, I don't love any nation like I love Ghana. Yeah. I don't love any nation. In fact, I'm not most comfortable in any nation than I, I am in Ghana. I like Ghana than any other nation. The U.S. inclusive. Uh, uh, anywhere you can think about. This is the place. Because this is my home. Praise God. This is my home. In this place, my greatest honor will come to me. Any other place, I'm a stranger. We need to pray for this nation. So leadership can get it right. If our leadership gets it right, after 63 years of independence, we'll go very far. Praise God. Go very, very far. Go very far. We are praying seriously. Amen? Yeah, we are praying. If the democracy does not work, very soon God will raise us a benevolent dictator who will streamline the nation. Just one. Just one. Just one. Amen. Let me just stay. You see, there are some topics where you are teaching it. It just brings some other things. I'm not a politician. He says, speak to the children of Israel that they may. They may. They may. Go to that scripture for me. Verse 2. Speak to the children of Israel that they may bring me an offering. From everyone who gives it willingly with his heart, you shall take my offering. Verse 3. Look at it. And this is the offering you shall take from them, gold, silver, and bronze. So offerings are in different shapes. Blue, purple, scarlet, thread, fine linen, and goat hair. He said, ram skins dyed red, badger skins, acacia wood. 
Oil for light and spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. Look at verse number 7. All stones and stones to be set in effort and in the breastplate. Verse 8. He says, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Did you see that? So God said, bring me an offering. Let's make a sanctuary. Now go to verse number 8. Verse 9. And according to all that I showed you, that is the parting of the tabernacle. And the parting of all is finishing. Just so you shall make it. Somebody say after the parting. You don't, you don't just build in here. Build according to pattern. Build. Build. Look at what the New Living Translation, how it translates that. The New Living Translation, verse 9. He says, you must build this tabernacle and it's finishing exactly, verse 9. New Living Translation. And it's finishing exactly according to the pattern I will show you. Praise God. Build it exactly according to the pattern. So you need to know your pattern and then follow it. Praise God. There are many things people would want you to do in ministry. As a pastor, there are many things people want me to do. But there's a certain pattern God has given me. And that's the pattern I work with. I can be all things to everybody. I can only flow with the pattern God has given me. A lot of us are not living fruitful lives and we are not making significant impact with our lives because we are many things to too many people. You are there a little, there a little, there a little, let. you are not known for anything. Go through history. Anybody who ever stood out in anything stood for one particular thing. Be known for something. Build according to pattern. Two important patterns we need to consider. Two important patterns that we need to build the church after. One is a scriptural pattern. We must build according to the pattern from the scriptures. There is a way God's word says a church must be built. There's a way. In the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 32, he said, And so, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. Paul called the elders of Ephesus. And then when they were about to depart, he told them, I commend you. I told you many things about ministry. But make sure you commit people to the word of God. Praise God. We need to build according to the scriptural pattern. Jesus spoke unto Peter and said, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gate of hell shall not prevail. This afternoon I decided to check, and I was surprised to see that the same word rock, the same Greek rendition of the word rock in the book of Matthew 16, 18, is the same word Jesus also used in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, when he says, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a man which built his house upon the rock. That same rock, that same word. Build it upon the word of God. Many things fizzle out with time, but a church that is built on the word of God never fizzles out. Never. Never. A gift, the Bible says, prophecy will fail. Did you see that? In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, he said, prophecy face, knowledge, all kinds of things. And you see people building church on gift. No, you don't build a church on gift, you build a church on the word of God. When people are connected to the word of God, they will always hunger for God. But when people are connected to personalities, when the person is not there, they are not there. Our church is word-based, and that's what it will forever be. People who want to do something with their lives would come in and be comfortable and allow themselves to be nurtured. We don't want to raise irresponsible Christians. We want to raise enlightened Christians who know they are right in God and cannot be taken advantage of by the devil. Can somebody give me an amen? amen. That's, that's our mandate. That's our mandate. 
The Bible says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of the Lord shall never pass away. Matthew 13, 31. In the book of Isaiah 40, verse 8, it said, the grass withered and the flower faded, but the word of our God endured forever. Build it, build it, build it. So number one, we need to build it according to scriptural pattern, and then we also need to build it according to the pattern delivered to God's set man over the church. Praise God. Yeah, by, the, by divine privilege and election, I happen to be the founder and general overseer of the church. How this church is structured is a product of what the Holy Spirit communicated to my spirit. Anybody who decides to do any other thing is acting contrary to what God will have us do. Can somebody give me an amen there? Very important. You need to know. We must build it according to, you see, no two churches are the same. Praise God. You need to understand. No two churches are the same. They may sing the same song. They may do a lot of things in similar manner, but they are never the same. I, I was reading the, the, seven, the letters to the seven churches. You know, to every one of them, from Revelation chapter uh, 2 verse 1, uh, Revelation chapter 2 verse 8, Revelation chapter 2 verse 12, when you go all the way, he says, to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, right? To the angel of the church of Ephesus, right? To the angel. And those angels represent the leaders or the bishops or the overseers of the church. And for every one of those angels, a specific message was given. No two, no two churches received the same message. Everyone's message was different. Are you following what I'm teaching? It's so important. Now, when you understand this, we can work together and have a very cordial, very fruitful ministry. But when you are not on the same page with me, whether you're a leader or you're a member, you will be, you, you can't understand what is going on here. You create unnecessary tension and confusion. The Bible said uh, that, oh, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Anywhere unity is, the blessings of God are commanded. They are not suggested. And for us to have a united front, we need to understand clearly what we are pursuing. Can somebody give me an amen? amen. Uh, so we need to know, look at what the Bible says. God told First uh, Chronicles chapter 28, verse 10 to 12. He said, Take heed now, therefore, for the Lord has chosen thee to build the house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. Somebody say, be strong. be strong. And do it. Verse 11. Let's look at it. And God has said some. Oh. Then David gave to Solomon his son the pattern of the porch and of the house thereof and of the treasuries thereof and of the upper Chambers thereof, and of the inner palace thereof, and of the place of the mercy seat. Verse 12. And the pattern of all that by, all that he had by the spirit of the cause of the house of God. He communicated to it by what? The spirit. Somebody say by the spirit. All the pattern. A lot of people sometimes join organizations or they have the privilege to serve an organization and they want to change the organization. You create unnecessary confusion and tension. What you need to understand, what is this organization seeking to achieve? Line up with it. And then you become a valuable asset in the organization. But the moment you begin to introduce things that the leader or the visionary has no place for it, you create unnecessary confusion. Praise God. Yeah. Learn it. Because a number of you will become uh, major company owners. 
And when that time comes, you must know how to set things in place and set order and structure to your organization. Very important. So you build according to the pattern. Look at what the Bible says in First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 27 and 28. Now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. Verse 8. He says, verse 28, it says, and God has set some in the church. First, apostles, secondary prophets, thirdly, teachers. God has set. Somebody say, God has set. Uh-huh. So we need to understand what God has set and then flow with it. Number three, you must avail all your God-given resources for the building of a church. Somebody say, avail. Yeah, avail your God-given. If you are a church, you are a part of an organization, a church that believes in building. When it's time to build, you must be available to build. Am I communicating here? You must avail all your resources. Because you know what? God's house will always be built from the resources of God's people. Never forget it. Somebody say, God's house will always be built from the resources of God's people. And you see, God designed that for a purpose. When I was in home, a scripture hit my spirit. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 20. I have known that scripture for a long time. But something unique hit my spirit. He said, so I answered them and said to them, the God of heaven himself will prosper us. Therefore, we, somebody say we, we his servants will arise and build. Not other people. We his servants will arise and build. And as we do so, the God of heaven will prosper us. Are you following what I'm saying now? When you rise up to build, God begins to prosper you. Get ready for strange other prosperity. I said, get ready for strange other prosperity. That's why every time church is going on, we are doing this, I encourage everybody be a part. Be a part. Be a part. Seize the opportunity. Because God is, there is something in it for you. The God of heaven will prosper us. But it will only happen when we arise to build. Receive grace to be a part of a building. Amen. I said, receive grace to be a part of a building. Amen. If Exodus 25, verse 1 to 8, he said, the Lord spoke unto them. Exodus 25, Exodus 25, verse 1 to 8. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering. Every man, of every man that giveth it willingly, with his heart, you shall take my offering. Praise God. And then when you go down, he said, Let them make me a sanctuary. Verse Number four, quickly, number four. You must identify and shun all persons. Please take note of that. Identify and shun all persons, attitudes, actions, and behaviors that can affect the healthy building of a church. We exist to build. Somebody say we exist to build. Uh-huh. So we want you to, one, have a mindset of a builder. And if you have a mindset of a builder, then you need to identify and shun all persons and attitudes and actions and behaviors that can affect the healthy building of the church. There are certain attitudes, there are certain actions, there are certain uh, personality behaviors. When you bring them to a church, it affects the success and the smooth running of a church. Look at what the Bible says. This is scripture speaking. Romans chapter 16 verse 17 to... Now look at this. He said, now I make one more appeal. Please follow closely. I make one more appeal. My dear brothers and sisters, watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught. Stay away from them. Did you follow that? He said, watch out. Somebody say, watch out. 
Watch out. Watch out. There are always people like that. Thank God that here presently we don't have any of those. Praise God. He said, watch out for those people who cause divisions and upset people's faith. Watch out for people like that. Watch out for people. You don't need them in church. Every time you meet Joe, they have something to say about somebody. Tell the person, listen, if you don't have anything good to say about this person, don't talk to me about the person again. When you do that, you have not seen at all. You have enforcing scripture. He said, watch out. Now, he says, watch out from them and then stay away. Did you see that? Stay away from you don't hang out, go to their house and then they are eating. And as you are eating, he has served you, watch it, and you are eating and as you are eating. Uh, Pastor Bright is a music on play. And begin to play him, talk about him, talk about him, talk about him. From him you come to Minister J. <laughs> then you are on and on and on and on. Listen, that's not the kind of person. Because the same way he has brought these two people to your house, very soon he will carry you to another person's house. Praise God. Watch out for such people. Watch out for such people. If you're a leader, don't entertain people who come give you some special information. Spies. Huh? What kind of spirit is that? He said demonic spirit. Set spies on people. Set spies. Praise God. Anybody you can't trust, anybody you don't have confidence and faith in, don't work with a person. But to set spies over people, oh, no, no, no. Is anti-godliness. Praise God. Yeah. The Bible said the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, searching all the earth. That's important. He says, verse 18. He says, so stay away from them. Somebody says, stay away from them. Verse 18, please. Verse 18. Such people are not serving Christ. Do you see why he says you should stay away from them? Such people are not what? Seven Christ. They are seven their own personal interests. By smooth talk and glowing words, they deceive innocent people. Smooth talk. Smooth talk. Smooth talk. Smooth talk. They go to somebody who has just fresh and they are saying negative things to them. Poison the person's mind. Because if we, you see, you must know how to protect what you are building. We are building the thing and if you don't know how to deal with people who can destroy it, by the time you finish building, it has already been destroyed. That's all. It's been simply destroyed. Why? He said, mark people who cause visions. And the reason why you need to mark people who cause visions. Matthew chapter 12, verse 25 to 26. Matthew 20, 12, verse 25. He said, and Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, every kingdom. Somebody, every kingdom. Every. Say it loud. Every kingdom. every kingdom. Divided against itself is brought to dissolution. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Verse 26, he says, If Satan casts out Satan, he's divided against himself. How, de- how sh- de- shall then his kingdom stand? Number five, you must fight tirelessly to protect and preserve every church we build from destroyers. We need to fight. Somebody say, we need to fight. Yeah. We must fight to protect it. Fight to protect it. Somebody comes to the choir and is trying to disturb the choir. Eben, as a choir leader, fight to protect it. Fight to protect. Deal with that person so that the choir can be held together. Not to allow one person to destroy everything. All of us, all of us are getting blessed by it. All of us are enjoying it. And just one person, he wants to just scatter and destroy everything. Don't fight it. Praise God. Now listen, you see, when it comes to building God's house, eh, 
No matter what you build, no matter the investment you put in, you can only assess rewards when what you have built stands. When whatever you have built does not stand, you don't qualify for rewards. I was surprised. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11 to 14. Let me show you something. He said, For no other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. Go to verse 12. Please follow. He says, If any man build upon this foundation, which foundation? Christ. Okay? Gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stubble. Verse 13. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And he says, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Verse 14. He says, if any man's work abide that he had built, which he had built, he shall receive a reward. So, in other words, if your work does not abide, you don't have a reward. Can you imagine? All our investments, all our time, all the sacrifice, all, all of it. And then we allow it to collapse. We don't have a reward. That's why we must not just build. We must also protect what we are building. Can somebody say an amen? amen. Important. Mark chapter 16 verse 18. He says, uh, Matthew 16, 18. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not what? Prevail against it. Do you know how sometimes the gate of hell influence against the church? You see, the gate of hell will not come in the form of Satan with witches and wizards coming. Usually, they stir up confusion from within the church. From within the church. That's how the gate of hell. They operate from within. Because, you see, a man's enemy shall be the people of his own house. From within the church. From within the church. So, one accusation after the other, one accusation after the other, and by the time you realize, everything is gone. In the book of Acts chapter 20, verse 28 to 30. Acts chapter 20, verse 28 to 30. Acts 20, 28 to 30. Acts New Living Translation. This is Paul. You see, in this text, Paul was speaking to the leaders of the church of Ephesus. And he was rounding up his conversation. Then he said, so guard yourselves and God's people. In other words, protect yourself and God's people. How? Feed and shepherd God's flock, his church. Purchased with his own blood over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as elders. Look at verse 29. He says, this is why you must guard and protect God's people. I know that false teachers like vicious wolves will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock at all. Verse 30. He says, for even some men from your own group will rise up and distort the truth in order to draw a following. Did you see that? Yeah, that's some people. They create confusion just to draw a following in a church. I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos, I'm for I'm of Apollos. Creating confusion and history. Bible says we need to march, watch out for such people. When Nehemiah was building the wall, there was something they did. Let me show you. And all of us must be committed to doing the same. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 17 to 18. Nehemiah 4, 17 to 18. He said, They which built the wall and they that bear the burdens with those that laid it. Everyone with one of his hands route the work. Please take note. Everyone with his, one of his hands route the work and with the other hand held a weapon. Did you see that? They were building and they were fighting at the same time. Why? Because I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. While we are building the church, there are things that will be fighting against what we are building. So we need to have one hand working and then one hand fighting. Can somebody give me an amen there? That's how they built it. That's, they built it in record time. Within 52 days, the wall had been built. 
And it was because, one, they had a mind to work. And two, one hand had a weapon. One hand was constructing the work. Praise God. Whatever you are doing, whatever you are engaging, somebody is trying to destroy it. Let the person know, if you come up with this attitude in the action department, you destroy the ashes. Don't allow it. I close with this. We must build in full expectation of earthly and eternal rewards from God for all our inputs. Somebody say, build. Say, build. With in full expectation of early and eternal rewards for, from God for all your inputs, not our input, from, for all your inputs. For all your inputs. Please, never you forget that every investment in the kingdom of God pays. Somebody say, every investment in the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, please, never forget it. You play keyboard, it pays. You play lead, it pays. You draw souls into church, it pays. You pay for air conditioning, it pays. You buy TV, it pays. Every investment in the kingdom of God, I'm telling you, it pays and it pays the best. It does not just pay, it pays the best. It pays the best. Somebody say, it pays the best. Say, it pays the best. So, in 2 Chronicles 15 and verse 7, he says, be strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be what? Rewarded. Your work. You must build understanding that your work shall be rewarded. Your work shall be rewarded. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12 to 13. If any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hey, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire. Verse 14, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 14. If any man's work abide, which he had built thereupon, he shall receive a what? He shall receive what? Listen, you receive reward. Don't just be idle. Be fully involved because the rewards are coming our way. Not just, listen, and I'm not just talking about heavenly rewards. That one is there. But on this earth, God will shock you with amazing rewards. I said, amazing rewards will come your way. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. He said, be ye steadfast. 1 Corinthians 15, 15, 58. Be ye steadfast. 15, 58. Be ye steadfast. My brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Can somebody shout an amen? amen. Yeah. Hebrews 6.10, he said, for God is not unrighteous. Hebrews 6.10, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor of love, which you have showed towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and you do minister. Let me close with one that shows you the eternal dimension of this thing. Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to 30. Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to 30. Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to 30. Either. Good. Then Peter began to say, oh, thank God for Peter. Somebody say, thank God for Peter. Thank yeah. Thank God for Peter. There are some people when you are in the group, they will never talk. And they will deny you and ask questions. And sometimes when you ask a question, it brings some hidden answers. Peter said, we have left all and we have come to follow you. What shall we get? Praise God. Then Jesus began to answer him. He said, Jesus answered and said unto him, there is no man. Somebody say, no man. <laughs> that means that anybody who gets involved in any way, what is due you will come to you. There is no man that had left a house, 
brethren or sisters, father or mother or wife or children or lands, for my sake and the gospel sakes. Verse 30, he says, he shall receive. Somebody say, he shall receive. Listen, you shall receive. You will receive. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever it is you are investing in the kingdom and in this commission, in this particular month, in this anniversary month, I declare you shall receive. May the rewards follow your life. For all your sacrificial givings, may the rewards follow your life. First fruit, tithe, and offerings, may the rewards follow your life. For souls you are bringing and establishing, may the rewards follow your life. In the name of Jesus, before this month rolls over, may rewards attend to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's close it. He said you shall receive. In this time. Now listen. He's, I like this scripture. He said you left the house. Now you receive in this time what? Houses. What are you receiving? Brethren. What are you receiving? Sisters. What are you receiving? Mothers. What are you receiving? Children. You left a land. You are receiving lands. Can somebody shout an amen? amen. Then he says because the word does not want Christians to prosper. When you receive all of this, it will come with persecution. Have you seen that? It will come with persecution. And then I like this one too much. And in the world to come, eternal life. Can somebody shout a better amen? Amen. That is what is in building God's house for you. Ask for grace. Lord, grant me grace to be a builder. Grant me grace to be a builder. Grant me grace to be a builder. Grant me grace. Grace to be a builder. And if you are also destroying maybe by one action or the other, you want to praise the Lord, give me a change of heart. Forgive me and give me another chance to be up. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God, for your touch. Thank you, Lord, for raising us as builders. Be glorified, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Pastor Fuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory success and limitless prosperity to get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by pastor fuakwa please call 0540-122-670 or 0204-225-790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com get interactive with pastor fuakwa on facebook and twitter you can also visit our website at www.faithhouse chapel.com for any other information fellowship with us this and every sunday for our two english services 6 30 a.m first service 8 45 a.m second service and on wednesdays for our word encounter service at six o'clock p.m at our church auditorium on the top floor of nana ama ejakuma plaza opposite the unity oil station santasi roundabout kumase ghana god richly bless you